I still get nervous when I think about this. My boyfriend at the time and I used to smoke weed, listen to music, and go on really long road trips. It was fun and kind of our thing. We were around 19 years old when this happened. Johnny, my ex, suggested to go see the Devil's Tree here in New Jersey. We have this website called WeirdNJ.com and it has a list of haunted places to go see. We decided on the Devil's Tree as our nighttime destination. So we got everything we needed and headed out for the hour and a half drive to some random town in the middle of nowhere. The ride there was fun. We were laughing, singing, and smoking. As we got to the town, we realized it was super desolate. It looked like a farming area. It was super foggy and about midnight when we arrived. We got out of the car and examined the eerie tree while reading the urban legend behind it. The tree was terrifying. The silence was deafening. The tree was huge and had a rope hanging from several branches. I started getting nervous because I wasn't familiar with this area and felt uneasy. I feel it's important to mention that Johnny was not street smart. He was born into a lot of money, so his mindset was very different from mine. His dad took care of everything for him. I was much more mature and had a lot of struggles and experiences in my life. So we get back into the car and I decide to find a spot to park so we can make out. I was a complete idiot. We were going to roll a joint and mess around. We did this often. So we found a dirt road that was desolate and parked. This area was so creepy. I locked all the doors, being the paranoid person I am. As I'm rolling the joint, we heard someone attempting to open John's door, followed by aggressive banging on his window. I literally jumped out of my skin. Put the fucking lights on, I screamed to my boyfriend. He did and cracked his window to see what the guy wanted. This guy was six foot four and dressed in lumberjack attire. What the fuck are you doing here? Get out of the car right now. Are you gonna fuck her? You guys thought you were gonna fuck on my property? The guy yelled manically, holding John's window. John ignorantly smiled at him and replied, We're looking for the devil's tree and parked here so we could set up the GPS to get home. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know this was your property. We aren't getting out of the car. We will leave. The guy leaned over to take a look at me. I started apologizing profusely. I honestly will never forget how terrified I was. I was hoping John would roll up his window and book it the hell out of there. Before he could even pull away, two pickup trucks filled with lumberjack type men pulled up. There were four guys sitting in the bed of the truck. I swear to God, it was like a horror movie. One of the guys from the truck shouted, Do we have a problem? To the big guy that was still standing on John's side of the car when he said, They were gonna fuck on my property. What were you gonna do with a condom? He asked, leaning in and focusing his attention on me. You realize your boyfriend is digging your grave. I was apologizing and being as polite as possible. I started crying my eyes out. I kept saying, we weren't going to have sex. We were just trying to get out of here. I felt really uncomfortable. I was scared, thinking that I was going to be raped or killed out here. The guy then says, Why are you on my property? I can kill you both and bury you where no one will find you. You're so lucky your girlfriend has some sense. Get the fuck out of here before I change my mind. I started having a panic attack. 
John, let's fucking go. John hit the gas and started driving fast down the dirt road. It was pitch black, and as I said, we didn't know this area. As we were driving down the road, a lady came out of nowhere. John had his headlights on, so we saw her. She had a gun and was trying to block us from leaving. I distinctly remember John saying, I'll run her over if I have to. I was looking for a weapon in the car. He worked for his dad's construction company, so he had tools in his car. I grabbed a hammer from the back seat as John literally drove towards the lady. She was screaming shit at us. You're not leaving. She lunged out of the way as we drove as fast as possible right at her. I remember looking back and seeing headlights from the truck. John took an abrupt turn, ignoring the GPS that was navigating us back home. We got on a highway as fast as we could. We were filled with nervous adrenaline. I said to John, we almost died. You can't be an ignorant jerk to people like that. You made it worse. John was like, fuck those guys. We're fine. When John was scared, he would smile and laugh, so I knew he was just as scared as I was. That's why the lumberjacks were getting mad, because John's attitude and responses. We drove back scared and relieved to be away from them. The guy made me feel so uncomfortable, asking weird sexual questions and looking at me like he wanted to eat me. It must have been family that lived on the property, because the trucks pulled up so fast. We never went near the area again. We stopped going to weird New Jersey places, and I still get the chills thinking about it. I was with my parents visiting Florida on a road trip because my dad did a business trip there once a year. Because he would be there for a week, we take as much of the opportunity as we could to sightsee around Orlando while we had the chance. One day, my dad headed off to work. We went into a gift shop just to browse around and we all separated between the shelves. I thought I saw my dad in my peripheral vision while looking at something I found particularly cool. So I walked over to him, still looking at the object in my hands. When I was right in front of him, I said, Look at this, Dad. Isn't it cool? And then I looked up, only to find that this was a complete stranger. I immediately got extremely awkward and shy and started to apologize, looking around for my actual dad. That's when the guy leans over to me and says, I can be your daddy if you want me to be. My mom immediately flew around the shelves and grabbed my arm yanking me away from the man, and then tells the man to stay away from her daughter. He backed away pretty quickly and left the store without saying anything else. I honestly thought at this age that this guy was actually trying to be my new father, but my mom explained to me years later what really happened. I honestly just hope he never actually got a hold of a kid. Longtime lurker to the subreddit, only now did I experience something worthy to post. This happened during a long weekend getaway, about a week ago. My friend and I decided that we needed a break away from our usual surroundings and targeted somewhere three hours away for a four day weekend. We tried booking for a beach house, either south or central coast, but due to the demand with the pandemic and everyone wanting a local getaway, as well as school holidays, we couldn't find a suitable location which would fit 14 people. 
Luckily, I found a place about a five hour drive away from our area. Not the usual place we normally go for. This was a good one hectare area. Unusually shaped homes in the middle of it with a saltwater pool right in front of the house with the next house a good 500 meters away or even more. We normally go for the beachside accommodations but due to the reasons above we had to settle for this one. You can tell when the property ended as it was fenced around but the gate is this chest high metallic gate with a padlock which we didn't have a key to and it has this latch so I'm pretty sure most anyone could just open and close as they please. Important for the story. We didn't really worry about it that much as we are away from everyone else which means we can do karaoke, watch scary movies without worrying about noise. It was an amazing break and accommodations, except for one particular event. In total, we took five cars, which we parked the cars close to where the fence pool is, as we came in at staggered times. Check-in was at 3pm Friday, and nine of our friends were already there by the time we started our drive. They shared photos and video of the place, and were already enjoying themselves, the views, the facilities. Myself, my fiance, sister and two other friends left close to 7 p.m. and got to the area past midnight. It was a creepy drive for the final two kilometers as it was extremely dark and you have to drive past tall trees with no lamp posts and cross train tracks to get to the entry of the place. Our friends greeted us at the gate as they were worried about the darkness. We parked our car and caught up with them before heading to bed at 2 a.m. Saturday came and we went for a drive up north to check out the sights and went back before dark as we needed to use the outside grill for dinner. I didn't really want anyone hanging outside in the dark as there was no visibility. Can't ever be too safe. We played drinking games inside and me and the girls did karaoke while taking shots until about 3 a.m. The next day, the topic was the fun we had the night before as one of the girls threw up from all the uncontrolled drinking. We had a late breakfast and planned to have sausage sizzle, which is grilled sausage squeezed between two pieces of bread with caramelized onions and your choice of sauce, barbecue or tomato, if you're basic, for lunch, which again required the outside grill. Wasn't fussed at this as this was 2 p.m. and most of us were just hanging around the pool which was adjacent from where the dining area is next to the grill. As we were eating, my view is towards the cars and where we would be coming from if we decided to go to the pool area from the main house. I see this woman. She's wearing a pink bucket hat and I was wondering who it could be from her group and quickly realized that she wasn't part of our group. At first, I thought she was one of the distant neighbors and we were too loud the night before and that the noises traveled and she was there to complain. Others thought that she booked the place and there had been a problem with the booking. She approached and said, I apologize. I apologize. I know you guys are here to have fun and have a bit of a break, but I used to own this place until it was turned into an Airbnb by the current owners. By this time, she was standing in front of us in the center and she took her hat off and we saw that she most likely had been going through chemotherapy. I sold the house in 2018 and it was a very hard decision. I was wondering if I could take a look inside and maybe show some of my friends what it looks like. My fiance's brother quickly said, no, 
While some of the girls were looking at each other, considering her request, as she seemed generally emotional and looked like she had been going through something, I followed up with, We're checking out tomorrow. I can contact the current owner and let her know that you want to check out the place after we leave. She quickly responded, No, no, it's alright. Are you guys from Sydney? We respond yes, and she said that she now lives there too, and is staying nearby for the next week, and was trying her luck out at having a look at this house. It seems she was establishing that she was a previous owner, as she mentioned that the new owners added an additional tank. She asked if the garden towards the back of the property had been removed, because it was a problem. Before she asked if the red chandelier still existed, we knew the chandelier was white, not red, and she asked if we had access to all the rooms, including the one next to the grill, which we only had access to two of the rooms, and the other was padlocked. We said yes. We quickly had a look towards the gate and saw that there was a four-wheel drive right outside blocking the gate. One of my friends had the wit to ask her her name and if she knew the current owners so that maybe she could ask them for permission instead. She responded with, my name is Karen and we exchanged paperwork online, so I didn't really know them personally. She then asked if she could have a look around outside, and we let her. About 30 seconds later, she comes back out and asked what the current owners had done to a part of the area. We mentioned we didn't know, and it's probably owned by the neighbor. She then responded with, oh, the owner's father owns that property. She thanked us and walked towards the gate all while checking out the house. I messaged the owner letting her know that a woman named Karen wanted to check out the house. The owner then replied saying, that's odd, there's no previous owner named Karen. We'll let the caretaker who lives down the road know about this. We created all these scenarios in our head. What if the padlock room was what she wanted to check out? We didn't see her friends, so we didn't know who she had to deal with. We're glad that we didn't let her, as we don't know what anyone's capable of. Also, we pointed out her bravery in approaching a group of strangers to check out the house when she could easily contact the owner instead if she was going to be in the area for a week. We checked out the property history and found out that the house was built in 2007 and was sold in 2013 and again in 2018. The property photos had a red chandelier prior to being sold in 2013, which means it wasn't hers to begin with. Her spiel made it sound like she built the house and had lived on the property for 10 odd years. We were pretty on edge that night. Every little noise, we would jump assuming it was her or her friends coming back to have a look. Who knows what her plan was? 